Football is around the corner, and we are ramping it up over here on the Ringer NFL feed in the month of August. Every week, Ben Solak and I will be bringing you not one, but two extra point takens. That's right. Double the trouble as we predict, debate, and analyze our way through camp and the preseason every Monday and Friday. But that is not all. Steven Ruiz and I will be coming to you every Wednesday. We'll talk about everything in the world of the NFL. And who knows, maybe Steven will even have something nice to say about your favorite squad. Though, frankly, I wouldn't count on it. Subscribe to The Ringer NFL Show on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to follow The Ringer NFL on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter, at Ringer NFL. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. Peter Stay mage and enjoy yourself. Wrestling. wrestling because I'm not involved it's still real to me damn it <laughs> I'll be thank Make you it easy, man. thank you guys you're awesome thank you so much Mr. Fuck for saying what needed to be said I don't want to see it I don't want to see it well thank <sighs> you know what I always want to know about that clip what what did Terry Funk say that needed to be said. That's a great question. I've never you. known what was said. No, there's no way to know. Because all we all we hear is him being thanked for what needed to be said. 
And clearly, it, 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 whatever was said, it needed to be said. And then I now forever also have my dentist stamp. Because I'm not involved. <laughs> shout Everyone. out to Barry Blousty. That's from Beyond the Mat, right? That's Beyond the Mat. Yeah, shout, shout out to Barry Blousty. Shout out to Barry Blousty. Oh, you know, man. anytime. And that's how I felt during all of 2019. You watching the pay-per-view tonight? Nope. Why? Because I'm not involved. <laughs> It's all of 2019. God willing, never again. I don't want to have to say because I'm not involved. The Hall of Fame ring on the way now. You think so? All right. Oh, yeah, I think so, man. I think so. He's not a winner. Don't say that, Morris. Listen, I'll be honest. I thought you were a lock until I saw Logan Paul and Bad Bunny and what they what they did. Because let's be real. You you kicked off the year. Yeah. Well, I guess I would say the era of celebrity involvement, right? Because you That's won your you won your twenty four seven championship, and those two. Let's be clear; they have yet to win gold. Uh, no, Bad Bunny actually won the twenty four seven championship before me. After you, no, no, Wasn't before it, me. it was after. No, it was before. No, <laughs> no, I swear, I swear. <laughs> no I I appreciate you, but I I believe I had it. I believe he had it. First. You got it at the that- rumble, and then he got it after you because our truth. I- attacked you viciously in the hotel room no but i think i think he'd already won it then i won it then he won it again i don't know you're gonna have to look it up yeah i'm gonna look it up but i i feel like you kicked off the era you're right the point is celebrities doing mage things in wwe that that's the point that we are living in right now that's the point is that i'm an icon and i appreciate you pointing that out (laughs) exactly speaking of which i keep i keep wanting to get a new uh proper cloth suit after the uh the great success at the at the wedding, and then I'll wait too long and realize the pay per views in like a week and I can't get it because as good as these guys are, proper cloth, you got to give them a few weeks. I think they need like yeah. close to, close to a month, for, I'd imagine, for a suit. So I got to get on that. I got to hit my boy Daniel right now and start building for the next one. Yeah, because we can't have you out there looking crazy like that. Although, yeah, let's be clear, I'm also not exactly the weight I was at the wedding, so uh, gonna have to. If it, if they use the same measurements, gonna need a little bit of work. Not too much, though. Not too much. Just a little. No, extra. nothing crazy. Just a, little just a little extra. Yeah, just an extra five pounds. I'm, a, I'm about yeah, five up. With that. Five nothing up from the that. wedding. You know, I'd like to be back. We're gonna get there when you get there. You know, the summer's tough because it's a constant celebration. Meeting this one for dinner. This one's coming to town. They're exactly. oh, gonna go do this. Now, if you're wondering if you're gonna hear from Dipperstein uh, on the show, or if we he, are if too, he, if he was lost, <laughs> if he was lost in the hurricane, the answer is we don't know. Yeah, I'm. I'm confident he's still with us based on the text messaging that's happened. In fact, the day of the hurricane being at its heist, its heights, Dip and I had a during it while it was at literally when we hung up the phone. He's like, oh, God, it's really coming down now. I want everyone <laughs> to know that while that was happening, we had a good 10 minute argument about L.A. Night. That's <laughs> Dip's got to get over it. Dip has got to get over it. Well, I, I, I got to tell you, I I told him I'm actually now I'm at a place where I simultaneously really enjoy how over he is just because, man, I don't remember the last time anyone felt this over. So I just this enjoy that. Too. It, came, it felt like it happened quick. And 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 like and don't and don't like don't someone throw like Roman Reigns at me. I'm talking about as a baby face, like not that the whole thing. Everyone's like, oh, we appreciate this. I'm talking about instant cheers when the person's music hits 
And and I, the, not Cody. I mean, listen, Cody got instant cheers when he came back, but that was after like a journey. These people went on like journeys to get this beloved. And LA Knight, it feels like as soon as he dropped the MMM thing, rocket strapped to was, back. He was out of there. And and it happened. You know, the reason it came up is because Friday his the pop was so crazy on Friday. Um, even as he lost that U.S. title contenders match because of the Miz. And I was just telling Dip about that. Um, um, oh, so Dip hadn't even seen it. He just, you mentioned LA Knight and it was over. Argument started. Yes, more or less. But I will say, <laughs> I will say, I actually, you even though it? I don't feel it. No, even though I don't feel what Dip feels in the same way. I I respect him. He he says he refuses and will not back down. And I respect him. And you of all people should, because you're a man who doesn't care what evidence is given an argument. You're going to stick with what your argument is sometimes. Dip, he doesn't care about how over he is. He's not changing his mind about how he got to be over. His and, and, and I'm like, at this point, you're going to have to ride this out now for a very long time because mm-hmm. now we're going to go on the journey. But I mean, he honestly, he honestly shouldn't back down. Just like he shouldn't back down if he were to meet LA Knight at the bar and think that he's a great guy. <laughs> at this point, he believes that the whole thing is derivative, and every week he sees something else that he thinks is derivative, and he just he's like he thinks it's ridiculous that it's so over. Listen, people don't agree. The people love it, but now I now I want to see him ride this thing out. He's not. First of all, Dip's not going to ride it out. I've met LA Knight. At a bar, and he is a great guy. Shout out to the, <laughs> shout out to the WrestleMania hanging out by the bar experience. He, he was out there that night, and he was a great guy. Yeah, both nights he I saw him out there. The ta- the talent hotel experience by the bar is just it, we we say this every year. It's it's like none other. La night was there. Great guy. But and by the way, from- an experience that might be mixed for you this year because you're dealing with the home turf. I know, I know, I know. There's still, a, like, 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 like you're going to be like, oh, I'm going to go. But then you're like, ah, I'm just going to go home. I'm right yeah. here in my house. It's so, <laughs> yeah. it's so tough. It's so tough. All right. But go ahead. But keep going. You think Dip's going to fail on this? I think, I think Dip is going to fail on this. I think he, he's not going to be able to ride it out because he, like you said, he's going to meet LA Knight. He's going to find out he's a great guy. And then he's suddenly all of the slander will, will be non-existent going forward. But also just coming from Dip, he has an uphill battle to climb already because what do we hear from dip every third week about how mage the powers of pain are i want to get the powers of pain do you think i can meet the barbarian will will the warlord and the barbarian come to my house that's a copy of a copy of a copy and you want us to join you in this crusade against la knight that you're claiming is just a copy of stone cold in the rock when the now, powers it- of pain is your all time they're David, up there. What are we doing here? Now, now, in, in, I'll argue in Dip's defense. In Dip's defense, but the powers of pain were never over. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not the same. It's just, it's not the same. But listen, I, he's not wrong about some pieces of it. I just now think it's full on lean in mode for LA Knight. Mm-hmm. And I think he is just like, Anything that's going to make people notice it, whether it's the Austin like kicks in the corner, I feel like now at some point someone went, "Hey, this is what everyone's saying. This is what the buzz is. 
just go all the way with it. What do you mean you feel like at some point someone said, we know that because he came on this podcast. He was in that third screen and he said, I heard what you said about me on the podcast. The podcast where we talked about how derivative he is, where we talked about how um, it seems like he's heavily influenced by these guys that we all grew up on. The podcast where you called him Eugene 2023, which I don't know if you heard. But somebody called him that on one of the shows. I forget if it was Raw or SmackDown. But somebody also mentioned Eugene in the same breath as uh, LA Knight. So, I mean, the whispers are being heard and they for sure are leaning in. I mean, Miz launched the whole, the the whole feud started because Miz said what everybody's been saying online, including Dip, including us at some points. So they know, they know, and they're leaning in. It's a great. Great point by you. That's why you're here, SGG. Um, all right. Well, we will uh we'll wrap back around to LA night. Did you enjoy um did you enjoy the uh Monday Night Raw last night? I enjoyed parts of the Monday Night Raw last night. Okay, go ahead. Take us through it. I mean, well, first of all, I didn't get to see everything. I didn't get to see everything, but I I will say the Shinsuke reveal about what he whispered into Seth's ear, I was I was hoping for more. I do like that they they included uh, something that Seth mentioned in an interview outside the the WWE bubble, and that he mentioned uh, that Seth is working hard, and that added a little bit of a an element of danger to whatever happens with them. But mm-hmm. then in the footage that they showed, Shinsuke is not going for Seth's back. He hit the Kinshasa twice. That's Seth's head and neck area. Like if you if you know about the back, target the back a little bit more. I think. Touche. Touche. I do like them as a matchup generally, though. I think we will get great matches, and I do like that it puts Shinsuke back in a uh, world championship situation. Yeah, like I it's agree. a it's it's a good fit for him to be there. Like Shinsuke and Roman is whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I think Roman can shine anybody up and get them to that level where it feels like they belong with him. But the beauty of Seth is that. He's established as a fighting champion, so all you need to do is challenge him. Like they, they sort of have the luxury of um, putting the cart before the horse with Seth, and like with Roman, you have to really build up to that moment of, okay, this person gets to stand in the ring across from the tribal chief, right? And that's sort of the accomplishment in and of itself, and you know they're not going to win, <laughs> right? Um, listen, at this point, they won't. They're going to get close. And listen, in getting dangerously close and getting that 2.9 count, they're going to feel as major as they probably ever felt in their entire career. I mean, I mean, look at Sami Zayn. He's still riding that wave of of challenging Roman at the top of the year. But like you said, they're not, they're not going to win. That, that, that's the thing. Whereas in this case, you know that there's an, a chance that Shinsuke could beat Seth. I'm not counting on it. Um, I mean, I'll tell you what, though. They, I, I didn't realize like the, when the show started or when I first in, interacted with the show last night, I didn't realize it was in Quebec City. I guess I missed the open or whatever. And when I saw the reaction that Sammy, that KO got for his return, yeah. I was like, "Wait, was KO on the shelf for five years? What just happened?" And then I'm like, <laughs> "Oh, they're in Quebec. They're in Quebec." Uh huh. Because I was like, I seriously, I saw the crowd. Like maybe it was on social. So they're like, Kevin Owens back, and they show the crowd react. And I'm like, oh, my God. Did this time really fly here? I feel like Kevin Owens has been gone for literally a month. 
but that is that is how Quebec do when it comes to their their heroes. Um, and I loved uh, I loved Trish healing off on Quebec. Yeah. I don't even know why she bothered to try to halfway pretend to babyface them at the beginning. They were not having that. No, they, well, she's from Toronto still, so like they yeah, know, that's the thing. They know the even, deal. Exactly. <laughs> even if you tried, they don't really believe you anyway. Yeah. Um, like you're not one of us. You're Canadian, but you're not one of us. Uh, Chad Gable gets himself a fun victory, count out win over Gunther. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I see why they did it. That record is in, in striking distance, so you don't want to get Gunther that close if you're not just going to do it. I, I think and, so. But also, like, to make a big deal about Chad Gable being the first person to defeat Gunther in a singles match on the main roster, I mean, it's it's by count out. Gunther could have lost all of those matches by count out, and it matters the same, right? Like, didn't prove anything. What happened before the count out proved a lot. Chad Gable was hanging with him. The the match was really good, entertaining. They 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 work well together. Great chemistry. But the the tenth count victory doesn't really establish Chad Gable as like championship level guy. That's not the type of victory where you beat the champion, you get another championship opportunity. In fact, in my watching of wrestling, that's the type of victory where the champion hands you the count out, takes championship advantage. Walks out with the title and never sees you. <laughs> never sees you. Well, that, that's that's the part that's making me worry that chat that Gable will never win here is that he keeps winning in other ways that aren't the real win. Yeah, I don't know that I see. Yeah, that would be an interesting thing to explain what the logic is in having him get that beat the clock win, and now you have him get a count out win. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I I mean I don't get it. Maybe maybe it'll come. Maybe it'll come to me at the like. The feud is nearing an end, and just like it was a showcase for Gable, whether he wins or loses, he was still able to showcase his ability. Maybe that's it, right? But I think it's time to give him the title. Well, I should say in in eighteen or nineteen days, <laughs> it'll be time to give him the title. Oh, good news, everyone! We've been sent yet another uh, one of everyone's favorites a uh, a Miz flub. Would you like to hear it? Oh yeah. Let's see how this Brandon Cousin loves to send us these. Here we go. I talked to Adam Spear, Adam Pierce. <laughs> he he went to say Aries Spears. I talked to Adam Spear, Adam Pierce. Not a not a bad one, but it's 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 existent. It's there. Um, were you satisfied with the winner we chose for the um Varvados contest? I was. I was. He got my high score. Uh, congratulations to them. You had a major, you had a major influence on that. <laughs> Listen, man, I knew I couldn't just throw the numbers at you. I had to break down the analytics. Like, what's going on in these messages? Like, what, what's influencing these numbers? Where, where's the, what journey am I going on? And I mean, I stand by, by all of my comments. Um, it was very close between the first two. The last one just had too much going on. Like, we, we're focusing on the, the couple, the, the prize. You know, the cheap heat universe as it is. So, you know, bringing in all those extra elements, it just felt like a little too Vince Russo-ish. It did. It got, that's the thing. It, prize. It, it was fun. But once you bring in Nicki Minaj, you're now in Russo territory. Yeah. Like, like why Why is Kanye here? Did you hear last week uh, when I was not able to figure out 
that let me talk to you reminds me of let me tell you one thing and i couldn't think of who they were talking about nah <laughs> let me tell you let me tell you something brother exactly but that's the thing that's why i didn't two, there's two reasons i didn't think of it even though i knew i was messing up and i'm like let me talk to you is like let me tell you one thing what who is that two things one there's no brother two <laughs> there's no, that's and that's just how this is how they like it by the way i feel like so when, do you th- when do you think let me tell you something really became his like a thing it was him and Mean Gene, right? Like every t- every time he saw Mean Gene, so he probably came into WWE with that. Because don't they both come from AWA? Yeah, I don't think it was that early. I feel like I feel like he did it sometimes, and then as the years went on, it became like I'm gonna make this just what I always say. But like it wasn't what he always said until recent years. I feel like where it became like no, now that's my catchphrase to start talking every time. Yeah, or maybe know. when he came back, maybe when he came back in 05, he started always using it. Uh, let's let's look up a random Hulk Hogan mean gene. Yeah. And see what we get. Cause if he's doing it in WCW, that means he was that they bought it back from they bought it off from WWE days. Let's see, let's see. Hogan promo at WrestleMania 4. First, we're gonna have to sit through an ad. <laughs> so, as soon as we get through this ad with uh What's his face from the 49ers? Well, the beauty of it is uh, the Cheap Heat universe doesn't have to sit through this ad if Troy's not going to. No, no. Well, the, oh, here we go. All right, over the last couple of months, it has been very difficult for me to introduce this man without using World Wrestling Federation champion Hulk Hogan here at WrestleMania 4 this afternoon. You've got the opportunity to change that. Oh, yeah. It's been hard to live with. Me. Nope. Nope. No, let me tell you something. Um, no, let me tell you something. Hulk Hogan, 1985 Oakland promo. At this time, heavyweight champion of the world, Hulk Hogan from Venice Beach, California, putting that coveted title of his on the line against none other than the Brutus Beefcake. Well, you know me, Gene, I like getting on in Oakland, California, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know me, Gene, I like getting it on. Here's 1987 Oakland. Folks, get ready. San Francisco Bay. I wish you could see... At this point, Mean Gene's probably drunk. It's halfway through the day. He's probably cut 30 of these, and he's wearing sunglasses. I've never seen this. He's wearing sunglasses. <laughs> nah, I've mean, never seen that either. No, nah, I've never seen this. It. By I the way, I might, have, I might have to post this on my Instagram today. I've never seen Mean Gene rocking the glasses. Hold on. This is crazy. Hey, area wrestling fans, we're back over in Oakland next Sunday night, July the 5th. And what a way to wrap up the holiday weekend. 7.30 p.m. starts still. Plenty of great seats available in a chain match. Billy Jack squares off against Hercules. Ken Patera to meet Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff and a host of other great matches on that card next Sunday night, July the 5th, including a title defense for the heavyweight yeah, champion of the world. This belt will be on the line. Macho Man Randy Savage to challenge. Well, you know, this is all about destiny, Mean Gene. My- that's the thing back in the day it wasn't just let me tell you something mean gene it was something something mean gene every time Mm -hmm. but that's what i'm saying i think it was later when it really became like his constant thing do you think it became a thing in wcw is that that feels too late can't be wcw either oh wait hold on one second and did you hear the gimmick infringement at the start of that? And you said he hit that, oh, yeah? No, that, that, I, I wonder if that was ever an issue, by the way. All right, I don't know. I would, I would have an issue. What are you doing? Oh, hey. 
It, hey, Hello. Hey, Miss Hatton, we're doing cheap heat. Oh, hey guys, did you miss me? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, honey. How you doing? What's going on? I'm good. I'm at a bathhouse right now in Brooklyn. <laughs> sounds crazy. <laughs> and yes. we are having we're having lunch right now. Wow! Wow! And really? You, and you know how they and and you know how they they, they treat the queen. You know everything's comped, so oh. unlimited juices. You know we got some fresh salmon slices, like like Jip would like. You know. Wow. Some potatoes. I got a wagyu beef skewer. Oh that's how I roll. Babe, uh, okay. Uh, this is crazy for a Tuesday morning at 11 o'clock. <laughs> you know, this is, how, this is how I live. Well, guess what? I'm not, I'm not happy about it. You know why? Cause you're why? Because you're hungry. You don't have a right No. You know why? why? You know why? Because I'm not involved. <laughs> <laughs> No, you are not involved. Um, all right, babe. Is there anything oh, I can do wow. for you? You just, want to, you just wanted to say hi. Do you want to just say hi and heal off on the cheap heat universe? I mean, I wasn't expecting to be put to work like this. I just wanted to say what up. You know, I didn't know you were doing cheap heat. Oh, I'm sorry. But I guess the, I guess you connected me because the people missed me. So I've got to give the people what they want, right? That's right. It's very right. Um, all right. What time are you coming home? I'm going to come home in an hour. Right. Take your time. Enjoy yourself. Right. I will. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Because I'm not involved. <laughs> wow. You hear the beep there that she hung up to? I didn't wow, even get to hang yeah, up. Yeah, that's crazy. That was so wild. What just happened? She's eating salmon slices and Wagyu beef on a Tuesday at 11. What kind of life is this? <laughs> and called, called you to brag about it. You know, the most heelish thing that Natalie actually did was last week when I hooked her up with my my on and off tennis coach my boy Richie and it was a weekday and I had to go to work and Natalie and her friend went in cute dressed up tennis outfits out to a country club to go play tennis at like 1 p.m. <laughs> nah. nah that was the so that was the heel move of the sense she's like all right I'm gonna go play tennis that's hilarious um, so, yeah, when you go through these, I got news for you guys. Let's I want to find a Hulk Hogan WCW promo. I don't think because that's as a heel. He's you think he's saying as a heel. I mean, I don't here know. We go. Here, here we go. This is this one. I'm going to pull up. It says Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Coolest NWO promo with Mean Gene. Gentlemen, I thank you very much. You know, this is like a homecoming for me. I've been coming to this great city of Rockford, Illinois. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> for nearly 30 years, and things haven't changed at all. And, oh, what a homecoming it is going to be right now for the WCW. Things haven't changed is not the endorsement that... Is that for Rockford? You don't know. Maybe Rockford, Illinois was always rocking. Wait, so this is... So this is just the heights of the NWO when he's now just a full-on getting cheered by everyone. What an entrance he makes. There's nobody like him. I don't care for the guy one bit, but i got to tell you. He's wearing a shirt I don't even remember. It's like an NWO shirt that has like, it's a black shirt 
with red and white spray paint around the end. It's kind of fire, actually. I, I really think don't I remember, do remember that. That's like after they reunited. Oh, yeah, this is. Oh, this is. Oh, bro, this is the WCW 2000 logo in the background. This is late. If he doesn't hit a let me tell you something, brother, here, then. It never happened. Oh, and he's tearing the shirt like a bit. He's baby face, but NWO. Great city, what a reception here. All right, here we go. The big opening movie this weekend, Eyes Wide Shut. Yours <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Mean Gene. Yo, Mean Gene, that last one with the glasses looked like he was living Eyes Wide Shut. You know what I'm saying? All right, here we go. We're wide open, and so were your ears. You heard the challenge in the back when Sid Vicious was out earlier. Well, you know, first things first, Mean Gene, and I guess you could say that Hollywood media is running wild, brother. All right. Well, these are these are it's it's interesting. We we have learned something. Number one, we can't even find one promo when he says, "Let me talk to you, me and Gene," or "Let me tell you let something, me tell you something. Me and Gene." <laughs> and number two, Hulk Hogan was wow. He was very over back then at the at the tail end there. I guess this is right before everything fell off a cliff. Although I wasn't around then. You tell me when they fell apart. When it was a complete disaster at WCW towards the end. A, a handful of people still stayed totally over. Right, like there were still people that were rocking out. Like who? Like Ric Flair was still totally over. Sting was still totally Hogan, over. Hogan, DDP. Booker uh, T. Booker T. Booker I mean, T was like, I feel like Booker, Booker T, T was LA Knight. Even, I don't think he was LA Knight, but he didn't even really get to enjoy being over as much as he should have. Because it happened, like he got those five championships, but it really did all happen so quick. And honestly, too, Booker T might have been a little bit of LA Knight because I remember the bookend. There was a lot of talk about how much it was like the rock bottom. And and it's really not that much like the rock bottom. And also Booker T and The Rock are completely different. But it was something that he could not escape, um, especially when he hit the main event scene. It's a very interesting point there, SGG. Hmm. I'm perplexed now thinking about this. And who else who else could be thrown in this category of very over at the end, but it was still. I'm, listen, I'm sure there are people getting angry. The WCW heads. I, you guys know, I openly admit I wasn't there. I wasn't living through it, so I, 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 I didn't. You know, because I'm not involved. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED highlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. 
So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. A lot of people wrote about the WrestleMania tickets. A lot of people had feedback. For us, we didn't. We got nothing to do with it. No, I, I put out a question last week. Uh, I On Friday, I tried to go on and look for tickets and saw how hard it was to get tickets and was just like, wow, this is this is a thing, the tickets here. Wow. And then we found it was so hard because they sold 90,000 tickets or something crazy like that. There, I think there, I think the um, the packs for both days were gone. <laughs> Are there still any regular like singles to each night? There might be, but I, I'm I was looking for like combo packs for both days, and but the combo those. packs were, were were crazy gone, and the resale was brutal. Yeah, you know, I, I that was I was they did a great job. The mart the marketing for this year's on sale was crazy. Yeah, like everybody was in Philly. First of all, it felt like everybody was. There. Gunther was here. Grayson Waller was here. I think Charlotte was here. Did they do any like public events or they just kind of had like little media appearances? They had like little media appearances, but then um, something cool they did with Cody too. Like they showed him like walking the streets of Philly. Yeah, I saw now, that. Granted, it wasn't the mean streets of Philly. It was like Center City area, which is like the nicest streets in Philly, but <laughs> they showed well, Cody. Well, I mean, this is Cody Rhodes for God's sake. I mean, it is. And they showed like they. He's listened. not Dusty Rhodes. But he might as well be because, like, did you see the, the, the footage they put out? They had one he was walking through. I believe it was um, Lincoln Financial, and one of the security guards was oh, yeah. just like, "You look just, you like, look your just like your dad." I remember your dad, and then they showed another one of him. Uh, but then he then he hit the her. Streets. Then he hit her with the well, my hair is darker. I look like my mom. <laughs> right. Which, by the way, we don't we don't we don't have enough fun with when Cody randomly busts out a tiny bit of Spanish because of his mom. <laughs> And when he's when he goes from being you know Cody to, and yo hablo español también, <laughs> porque soy Cody, hijo Dale Plummer. I feel like he busted out the Spanish. Hijo <laughs> Dale Plummer. <laughs> I mean, hijo del hijo Dale Plummer. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Let's see. So it looks like I can't tell if these ones I'm seeing. Nah, there's these are still real tickets. There are real single tickets. Man, bro. Fifteen hundred bucks. You're down on the floor, but you're not in the close floor. Yeah. Now here's some off the floor at a little bit of an angle, but these would be decent. Thousand dollars for the third row off the floor. Because you know why they they hip to the game now. I think we didn't we've been speaking about it so much over the years. That they're hip to the game of like being off the floor at that distance. It's probably the perfect seat if you're not going to be in the first five or six rows ringside, right? Correct. You, you can see, bing, you get a view right into the ring. All the action is still close. If you hit a zoom on your camera, it looks like you were in the ring, basically. Yeah, I have to say something about that. I was at an event recently. Uh, it was at Hip Hop 50. Okay, okay. And I was walking around. We after we finally were able to like move around the show, we ran into Shawnee, and we all our, our team all formed back together like Voltron because me, Ebro, and Laura had been separate because we had been hosting. 
Because as you know, I demanded after... Because I'm not involved. I, that I was involved. So when we teamed up with everyone, I run into Shawnee just as Snoop brings out Slick Rick and Dougie Fresh for Lottie Dottie. Okay. That's a for, great combo too because I, I, Snoop has a Lottie Dottie also. I, well, they all why. perform all of theirs? Yeah. So, if no, so, so if no, he, no, I think Snoop maybe started his, then brought them out. You could go watch it on YouTube. But he, if you don't know, Lottie Dottie's originally Dougie Fresh and Slick Rick. So with Slick Rick rapping, Dougie Fresh beatboxing. And then Snoop has a cover of it later. So Snoop ends up bringing them out and they do Lottie Dottie. Great moment, no doubt. Okay. Um, but I run into Shawnee. And my man Shawnee is filming with his phone, his Android, the whole performance. And I'm like, all right, we got to move. Let's move. Like we're standing in the crowd. I was like, we should go. He's like, I got to film this whole thing. I'm like, my man, this is streaming on YouTube. <laughs> and and by the way, I want you to note, he's filming this from dumb far. <laughs> I want to know, because some of you listening don't deny it. You are doing this too. Filming entire song. Now listen, if you want to get 10 seconds here and 10 seconds there because you want to post it up on the social, I'm not going to judge you and get to a whole thing about how social stupid, because I do the same thing. We all do it. Hey, got to show people we're there. Here's a little 10 seconds so I can show off that I was able to go to something and you weren't blah, blah, blah. I get it. We all do it. But if you're filming, because I kept looking at the crowd and be like, damn, all these amazing performances. Now, some of them got really loud appreciation. Some of them were kind of quiet because everyone there is holding a phone. Mm -hmm. Everybody walking to a Stacey. So exact, my question is, when is Shawnee? Or anybody else watching their five-minute video they took of a performance. Like, listen, unless you're, one, unless you're one of the weirdos who likes to upload things to YouTube just to, like, do it for the good of the people or because you like to get views on your channel. Okay. But Shawnee's not uploading that. So rather than sort of be present in the moment, you just lived behind your phone for five minutes and didn't get to rap along and... Puff your blunt, whatever your pleasure is during that moment, you couldn't even do that. I just put guys, no one wants these videos. We're, we're, it's a, it's stupid. And the person who takes the videos don't even want them either. Like they don't. No, they think they do. I gotta yeah. get this. Oh my God, you're at WrestleMania. You're sitting a hundred feet away. You want to video the match? They're on Peacock, my man. Mm hmm. Now, listen, you want to feel the moment like right when the pin goes one, two, three and show the feeling like when you're out in the crowd. Okay. But don't film the whole match. You can watch it later. Yeah. Sorry. I'm and joking. how often do you oh, actually go Troy? back on your phone? Oh, yeah. Listen, I love this topic. How often do you actually go back and sit through that video on your phone and watch it? And how often do you just go back and like, do you really need to take photos of your food at all times? Do you well, really go back and just sift through those photos? Another, Who does that? Well, so I, I, unfortunately, I have to tell you guys, uh, there's someone who does not only take the pictures, but then goes through them and looks at them. I, I think I know who it is. And that is Miss Hatton. Miss yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hatton will take the pictures and then will... I've been there for it. Go, oh, my God, remember when I made and scroll through the photos of her food and go, oh, my God, that meal I went to at Zuma. Hold on. I'm about to show you. 
she will do it. But listen, Natalie is an unusual. I don't want. I don't want to let her off the hook. Natalie's an unusual case in that she's obsessed with photos and wants them of everything. Scrolling through her phone for pictures is psychotic. But you're you're absolutely correct, Troy. Like every meal you go to, if you're just someone who enjoys a meal, but like, my guess is Andrew Goldstein, right? If he takes a picture of a burger, my guess is he wants that because that's his pleasure. Right. That's the key. That's the key right there, right? Because. You know, Miss Hatton being included in this conversation almost doesn't count because, yes, she's going to capture the moments. Yes, she's going to relive them. Yes, she's going to share them with people. And yes, we're all going to want her to continue to do that. But me, nobody wants to see my shaky footage of whatever's going on. That's what I'm saying. I was, I was we're there. good. You know, I was there. I posted a picture from there. I don't need the footage of what. I was doing the moment something mage happened. I'm going to tell you on Tuesday. That's another, that's a beautiful part too. And I'll tell you, if you want to do something that's really useful, and I'm talking to myself here, guys, this isn't just judging. This isn't me just judging the world. I'm talking to myself. We really should be writing down the things that we're doing and the moments that we have. Because I, at some point, like I always say I'm going to do it and then I don't. And then later I'm like, yeah, but like the last 15 years, everything big that I do is on video anyway. It doesn't work like that. I still don't remember the order of things that happened. Bro, yesterday, me and Saif couldn't remember when one ep started. Literally by months. We were like, wait, was it was it, July, was it 2007 or 2008? Like we couldn't figure out the timeline of when we started hip-hop podcasting as a whole. Could not remember. <laughs> right, right. So speaking, Because speaking I don't write anything down. Yeah. Speaking of the timeline, you did get the 24-7 championship. Before Bad Bunny, you got your. Is first, that true? You got your first twenty four seven championship win, January thirty first, twenty twenty one, at the Royal Rumble. You defeated our Truth, who then, in in and what is still a heinous attack is disputed by me. I feel like you go down as the final longest reigning twenty four seven championship. Thank you. Whatever happened after that shouldn't even count. But he, I agree. In a heinous attack. He he took it back. Then he lost to Doug Flutie. Then he got it back. <laughs> lost to Doug Flutie. <laughs> Flutie had it for five minutes, though. I just want to be clear. He's one of those, you know, these one of those yeah. 24-7 champions who barely even had it. They have the symbol. They have the less than a day. It counts as a day, yeah. but the symbol is right next. Less. You had it for a day. You made the one day what, So mine doesn't say less. Does mine say less than, or does it say no, a day? No, it does not. No, it does not. It says one day. Because you know why? It, it, listen. It happened... It, listen, it happened during the Michael K show, but the championship reign is not recognized as having ended until it happens on Monday Night Raw, WWE programming. They got to air it. So yeah, your reign has lasted a day, but then R-Truth got it back from Flutie, lost it to Akira Tazawa, who then lost it to Bad Bunny. And Bad Bunny gets credit for kicking off the, the, the celebrity era in wrestling right now with him and Logan Paul, but let's be clear, Peter Rosenberg kicked it off, okay? And and Peter Rosenberg needs to be included in that conversation of Bad Bunny and Logan Paul. Isn't it? Isn't it nice to know? Isn't it nice to know WWE. that when almost every other wrestling nerd on Earth, present company included, walks <laughs> yeah. around having fun with the championship, it's a goof. It's just a goof. To play and pretend never happened. Everybody one, except one. Everyone except one wrestling nerd. <laughs> Everybody except mwah, one. Mwah, 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 mwah. And and the best feeling 
for you has to be the fact that that championship is retired. It ain't going to happen. No more history to be made, folks. You, you, think, you, think, you think I should have Rob Pearson de- um, design plates to put here? <laughs> can, can plates go? I think so, though. Well, you'd have to unscrew the whole thing, but like yeah. there are screws on the back. So like, like it is weird that it's blank, right? Like they're just I don't blank. Think nobody, <laughs> nobody got plates there. Yeah, no one had plates. And I'll, I'll have you know, let me tell you something. This beauty that I'm holding right here, this is nothing like what our truths and my 24-7 title was like by the end. That thing was beat down. <laughs> hey, um, remember when uh remember when Dip got my uh my 24-7 championship framed and inscribed? Oh yeah, he did that like last year, right? He said nope, he do it like no, last year. Sorry, he never did it. He never did it. <laughs> he never did it. Now, like he he gave me he gave me an amazing wedding gift that I have no idea where I can put it up because it truly makes me look like an insane person. Like I, I it's, <laughs> it's a it's an amazing piece of art that if I was rich enough to have like just rooms and rooms and it's like ah oh, just put it in here in this room you know what I mean like I, it's that's the third living room no one ever goes in there but nah, I don't really he- have space like that. By twenty four seven championship, he saved you embarrassment. Because if you commissioned that for yourself, then yes, you look truly insane, truly insane. But now I just get to make him look insane when someone goes, "What is this?" And I go, "My my agent had it made for us." <laughs> yeah, and then they go, "Oh well, he's insane. Right. He's insane, exactly. not you." Exactly. All right, all right. We should go back to some wrestling. Uh, by the way, um, Friday night. Uh, what else happened? Big on um. On SmackDown, oh, the Edge, the Edge Sheamus match, of course, uh, was something of mwah. that was yeah. a fun episode of SmackDown. I thought, God, SGG, do you, do you notice like practically every week how much easier it is to get through SmackDown than Raw? It's like it's crazy. The one hour difference might as well be four hours. Seriously, especially when like they give us not that Raw didn't give us some good matches. But it that like you said that extra hour of time to fill, it does feel like a lot. Because even that Cody promo on Raw, when he brought Byron to the front of the crowd and then cut a promo, I was like, this definitely could have stayed backstage. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. I mean, love Cody. He's amazing. I love Mike. Cody. But do we? But like that. You know what that was? That Cody promo, which which again, it was perfectly executed. But in terms of what it is which is basically just a pop the local crowd. That's like some dark match, non-televised event promo. I don't mm-hmm. know that you need that for six minutes in the middle of a show. Especially that version of it that we got. What do you mean? Like him speaking French and being super yeah, locally? Oh, let's, Byron, this is not the place for it. Let's walk through Gorilla and let's go. Let's yeah, go out you know to how, the ring. Like that would be huge at a non-televised event, but for us, it doesn't do anything. We're watching you on TV, <laughs> right? 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 So, so yeah, they just like because they have so much to fill. Yeah, there's and, there's no way around it. And let's be clear, right? Cody is amazing on the mic, and he's great in front of a crowd. But they need the total package of the presentation, right? Cody shouldn't be walking to the crowd without his music hitting and people getting to hit that wall. And then they build that 
anticipation, and then he meets them here. They were here when he got to them from walking through, and they stayed there. He never hyped them up because everything that goes into that, they didn't get. They got Byron. It's a great point. But, like, again, the beauty of SmackDown is they have two hours to fill, so they hit you with that uh, U.S. contenders match early. They hit you with the the Bianca and Charlotte tag match. Um, and again, I do want to remind everyone, if you haven't watched it, the Charlotte on the K show was pretty, pretty fun. It's up on YouTube and on the Michael K show podcast from last week. You'll enjoy it. Um, they give you that match. They give you the, the women's tag match. And then they give you Edge and Sheamus, which was a couple of segments. And that's basically the show. Yeah. Like, you know, like you're you're basically good. For some reason, you had that third hour. It just there's so much to do. And as a fan, it's just hard week to week to stay excited about three hours. Whereas when Friday comes around, I'm like, oh, nice. You get to watch SmackDown. Like, I think of watching SmackDown as like a treat. And I end up thinking of watching Raw as a bit of a chore. And that's regardless of who's on the show as talent, who's on the show as commentary. It's it's only about the time. It's yeah. only about the time. Even when you, Even when I'm enjoying it, <laughs> I know like- even when it's good you go man I got a lot a lot of show left like now my way of watching it is um I, I I watch some on Monday and then before we did the show this morning I usually wrap up my morning show early on Monday and then I'll have some downtime and I'll watch an hour of it in the morning you know like while I'm resting just getting ready for the day like it it's it's just it's just a lot um but I thought Smackdown was terrific I can't believe the rumors that Edge could be going to AEW. I can't believe them either. I don't believe them. Is I know it, he loves it, Christian, but I don't. He loves Christian. And you know what else he probably loves? Everybody loves it. Dipperstein. That's right. Dipperstein really yeah. loves it. Yeah. So, I mean, if if Tony Khan feels like completing his LJN collection with a real live Edge then he can do it. And listen, you got this is the this is the re- sort of confusing part. Um it's not it's not like he doesn't do a good job over there with the older guys. I love how he uses the much older guys. Mm-hmm. I love the DDPs, Jeff Jarrett's, Jake the Snake, Robert Stings. I love how those guys are used. But Edge isn't that and doesn't want to be used like that, I would imagine. He would want to be at the top of the card, or so I would assume. And that's where I worry about Edge. Like, he shows up, does one mage thing, and then before you know it, they're throwing him in in tag triple threat, triple threat tag matches with FTR and the Hardys, and it's just like not... It's him and Christian, and it's just like not it. That's yeah. what I worry about. I don't want to see Edge and the Hardys again. I feel like they need to be kept far away from each other. Because um, let's be real, there's nothing they can do to top what they've already done. If Edge goes to AEW, it does need to be him and Christian um, against some other top tier teams. And hell, even him and Christian against each other, I'll take. But not not against the Hardys. There's no... So I so this is what the rumor is though. That is the rumor that that Edge could in fact pop up on AEW, but 
I don't believe it. Yeah, I'm I'll believe it. it. I, I feel like the fanfare, the level of fanfare for the SmackDown, as as much as they made it a thing, like yo, this is Edge's twenty fifth anniversary, and they put out that um, Maple Leafs Edge collaboration jersey that was twenty five only made and sold out instantly, even at the price point of five hundred dollars. I don't think that they gave him enough for us to say he's done, even with the commemorative title that they put out. And all of that, like messages flooding in from legends and and great wrestlers that Edge has worked with over his career, I don't think, I don't think that was the way for him to go out. Yeah, I'm not. I, I just I, I I can't I can't buy it. And like, how much more money are they going to give him? Because my guess is Edge is already making I don't know two or three million dollars a year, right? Something like that. Something crazy. So I mean, maybe they give him five million a year. Um. Uh, yeah, that would make a difference. I mean, that's yeah. real money. I have no Let's doubt about it. If they're doubling salary, we all go to AEW. <laughs> we all, <laughs> everybody's all elite. If they talk, du- yeah, double doubling salary is a lot. But um, I don't know. It just seems, uh, it just seems like a lot. <gasps> Excuse me. It just, I don't know. I can't buy it now. Real quick, look, that's mail here. Mail. We got um, Michael writing us saying, hey, chiming in from a fellow Montgomery County native who always enjoys when you discuss Lido's pizza and egg everything's from Bethesda Bagels. I ended up getting a single ticket, second row, hard camera for both nights. Um, on location, through on location, mm. which is the VIP company for PLEs. Listen. If if you can well, hold on, hold on. Those- hear this description, and then you, and you know, this adds to it. Going to Mania Forty is a bucket list thing for me, and I was willing to do whatever to sit in the best possible seats for one time in my life. The package included both tickets, a ton of memorabilia, autograph sessions, a happy hour with the Undertaker, a tour of the ECW arena with RVD. Shuttle service to and from Mania. The all-in cost was $23,500 per person. For for, uh, for reference, front row would have been $27,000. Obviously, this cost is ridiculous considering what you spend that money on. But my mindset was this is a one-time thing, a memory I'll cherish forever, the money doesn't go with us at the end of our life. I have absolutely zero regrets, and I can't wait. Mazel tov on all the amazing things that have been happening for you, and have a great rest of your summer. P.S. My good friend is the owner of the MoCo Show, and would love to do a feature on you sometime. Um, Michael, thank you for this information, and tell your friend, yes, I'd definitely be down to do the MoCo Show, which is a big Montgomery County uh, Instagram uh, thing. Maybe it's a, maybe a website, too. I know it from Instagram. Um but uh, and shouts to you, Michael. Good for you, bruh. Listen, I couldn't do it. <laughs> I couldn't. I, I'm saying that and not dissing you. Like I'm, I'm saying this sincerely. Right. I legitimately respect you and appreciate that you just said f it. And I also am saying I couldn't do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I couldn't do it either. I like I'm trying to it. think. But I'm sorry to cut you off. Let Let's try it for me. So, like, okay, you're a bad example. SGG, because you have also been spoiled. 
and gotten yeah. lots of opportunities for free or cheap or whatever. But I and do have to say something about on location when we're done, though. Like the, go ahead and t- tell me, and then I'm going to give you an example to try to question if I could do it for something else. Well, because on look, listen, I couldn't do it, but if if you can do it, you should do it because, um, I don't even think that's a full list of the perks, right? Because I know for WrestleMania, Hollywood, um, they took people down to the ring. Before the show, they got like ringside access. There was a situation with a suite where they bought wrestlers by the suite to hang out with them while they watched WrestleMania. Oh, so they they do it up. And yeah, and then throughout the weekend, um, you know, we do some podcasts from um, Access. I'm not sure what they're calling it now, but in my day, it was called Access. And at Hollywood, they had a a section. If you had that on location priority pass, you came into Access you got to sit in the section and you got some live podcasts from the whole Ringer family. Um, I think Ryan Satin did a live one there. I'm not sure if Sam did a live podcast from there, but with that priority pass, you got access to all the live podcasts with other wrestlers interviews because that's all it was. So on top of everything that he's saying they throw at you, there's more. That, that pass is like a golden ticket to a lot of what's happening in and around the city that is hosting WrestleMania. So it does end up being worth it if you can pull the trigger on it. I would say for 23500 I might need it to include the all-access pass pass that you literally can go everywhere. I might yeah. need it to. <laughs> so the all-access so, pass pass at the show, though? Yeah, like, you know, you just like might as well work there. Like, you can just wander around, do whatever you want. I don't know. That's 23000 So let me apply it to something else because obviously I'm tainted in, in WWE. If the commanders went to like the champ the, the NFC championship, I won't even say the Super Bowl because the Super Bowl is like stupid, right? So let's just say the NFC championship. You get a championship. concert with the Super Bowl, though. It's true. Let's say the NFC championship and the games in Washington, and they give me the the shuttle. I get to meet, I get to watch the game in a suite with Joe Gibbs. You know, I get to, like, meet the team beforehand. But during warm-ups, I'm out on the field. $23,000. But to do it solo for $23,000? Yeah. Solo on that ass? That's (laughs) That's the thing. To bring somebody else is going to cost you another $23,000. I would just feel so guilty to the point that I just wouldn't even be able to enjoy any of the amenities. I would just think, like, Troy, I can yes. have a good time here Troy, much no, less. Troy, Please. you wouldn't buy a Nike shirt if it was full yeah. price because it well, would be... Well, Peter, I am all about spending on experiences. That I'm is an, true. I will shell out for experiences, but okay. I do draw the line. <laughs> so uh, what, what's what's the craziest experience you've ever said? You know what? Screw it. I'm Troy the Goy. I'm doing it. What What was that? Oh gosh. Um I mean I lived in Hawaii for 2 months which was not a uh, not cheap and that was more than a one night experience. True. True. Uh, that was so a longer experience. more more juice from it than just one night. That's just like, oh, that is so much money. And again, we we don't know how much uh he's making here, so this right. way percentages how much you know, is twenty three thousand like nothing to him, or is twenty three thousand no, half his year's salary? It sounds like, like that's he saved what I'm up. Curious about. It sounds like he saved up. My guess is twenty three thousand to the gentleman is, you know, he ma- he certainly makes much more than twenty three thousand, but it is a real amount of money, you know. But 
You know what I'm saying? He's going for it. Yeah. Now, would you feel would you feel guilty because like other people could have this money or would you feel guilty just because I can't believe I'm spending this much money? Many reasons. Yeah, I couldn't believe that I am worth spending that much money on. It feels and I'm not judging it. That would just feel for me very indulgent and that there's many other things that I See, could but spend this so money healthy. on. That's yeah. what's so healthy about I've this. I've never guy. had that thought of a day in my life that I spent, <laughs> the, if I if I hit the point where I've spent a lot of money on a thing, that thing is being enjoyed to the fullest. The guilt of I could have bought something else does not hit me in that moment. Mm. It might hit me afterwards when there's another thing that I can't do because I did. Does that the guilt thing. of for for me? I'm like. There's so many things I could do to help people with that money. And here I am spending that amount on this thing that doesn't help anyone but me. Does that enter into your mind at all? Never. I, 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 I totally feel you, Troy. I mean, not, not to do the craziest thing in 2023 and quote Kanye West, but there are homeless people outside of the Gucci store, right? Like, yes, that is a foul idea, right? That you're walking into a store where they're going to charge you $650 for a t-shirt and for $650 you could change an individual's life at least you know at least for a few weeks potentially but also like even though what you're saying is morally the right thing I also tend to think there's something mentally and, and emotionally not particularly healthy about looking at everything that way mm. you know what I mean this obligation this pretend obligation that we're going to give, you know, like there are people, there are Mother Teresa's out there who literally want nothing and just want to roam the world helping people or whatever they have, they want to give to other people. But that's not the normal human experience. No. And I don't know. My guilt would probably be more about, you know, I, 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 I always feel like I give regularly. Do I give up? Do, do I give $23,000 in a clip to help someone? Probably not enough. I hope one day I'm making enough money that I feel like I can throw twenty three thousand dollars and not, and it won't be a major hit like that. But I all, but the main reason I wouldn't do this probably is more just the guilt of spending my own money of of, yeah. it, of it being irresponsible, <laughs> uh, right? Like I'm I'm irresponsible. I've done something wrong. I mean, the amount of time as much as as much as uh, you hear me joke about the the summer residence. The amount of time that I've had to spend justifying having a place to go to and spend time with family and friends, even though it's an investment, I'm still like, oh, the money. Oh. You know, it's it's hard. I hear yes. I hear you, TGG. TTG. Yeah, and also, I'm sorry. I forget the, the name of the individual who Michael. wrote this. Michael. Michael, Michael. Yes. All love Michael. No judgment. Do you. I recognize that I'm a psychopath here, so go do you. And well, no, no, you're a psycho. Ever. I don't think you're actually, Troy, I think you have it wrong. You're just a psychopath. I think in this case, you're actually relatively normal. Mail. Another one about Mania tickets. Dan says, I've been to many Raws years ago, but it's been a while since I've been to any pay-per-view, let alone, that's PLA, let alone WrestleMania. So started thinking about it within the last year. And I've never been to the East Coast and WrestleMania 40 is a nice round number. Bop, 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 bop. WWE.com advertised tickets is going on sale Friday, so I was planning to look then. But when I checked Ticketmaster, they said Tuesday. When I checked Tuesday morning at work, sure enough, they were available for purchase, but going very quickly, so I had to make a decision. Thinking I'd have until Friday to decide and look at prices. 
The next 35 minutes were some of the fastest of my life. <laughs> Trying to text my friend the prices and see if he was in. Telling my boss who came to my desk that I couldn't talk now, which other coworkers found hilarious. Trying to click on a seat and hold my spot in the Ticketmaster queue just to have it disappear because another fan had clicked faster. In the end, I clicked on one fast enough to hold my spot and check out if I wanted it. About halfway up the stadium near midfield should be a great view of everything. Both nights after all fees, taxes, and a hard copy ticket for a memento, I paid $670. I'll be, arriving, I'll be arriving Friday morning and will do my best to attend wherever the heat and greed is after listening to every Cheap Heat episode since 2015. First time oh, ever writing in. Dan from Wisconsin. So yeah, you're so you're halfway up. So he's probably in like the 200 level, 300 level. That's not bad. But but yeah, to have both nights and you're you're in there for 670. I mean, listen, we're talking about crazy times, guys. Yeah. Talking about we, crazy times for tickets. In general, I mean, you you saw the 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 level that it was for Beyonce and um Taylor and Swift. Taylor Swift. I mean, it's a crazy time. Uh, dear sweet Pete, Tony Statless, and Dip Flair. Mail. Michael says, first I had to write in to empathize with Pete's wallet situation as someone who routinely loses things only to find them days or weeks later. I know the frustration of believing the wallet is in the house but not being able to find it. Just the other day, I lost a few cards out of my wallet, canceled them, then found them under my kitchen island the next day. Under the, the island? <laughs> <laughs> Send the rest of the story. How did they get under the island? I need to know. Keep the faith, Pete. It will turn up. My reason for the email, though, is that news of Mania 40 tickets selling like hotcakes got me really excited for Mania season to get here. I got to thinking about what the card could look like, jotted down my thoughts, and not to toot my own horn too much, but it's pretty good. Check out my lineup for nights one and two. Um, it assumes some title changes between now and then, some group breakups, and the rumored Bray Wyatt and Kyrie Sane returns. Would love to hear your thoughts. Stay major and enjoy yourselves. Mike says, night one, Gable, uh, Gate, Chad Gable as champion versus Sheamus versus Ricochet versus Woods versus Kofi versus Shinsuke versus The Miz versus Omos in an icy title ladder match. Never going to happen. When's the last time we saw one of those? I know it'd be really cool. I love I love ladder matches on Mania. I really do, but I don't I don't see it. Cool idea though. Why not? Uh, two, Bray Wyatt versus AJ Styles. Three, LA Knight and Bad Bunny versus Dominic Mysterio and Logan Paul. The A that could work. That that's actually a lot of fun. Now <laughs> now we talking that could work. Chelsea and Piper as champions versus Asuka and Kyrie Sane. Women's tag titles. I guess that means Asuka's lost the women's title. Oh, she already did. Uh, Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy versus Jay. Uh, Bobby and Street Profits versus Brock, KO, and Sammy. That's fun. Wow. That'll be fun. Seth versus Gunther for the world title. Rhea versus Who's the Be champion in that scenario? Is Seth, Seth still the champion? He has, okay. Seth, he has Seth as champion. Rhea champion versus Becky versus Shayna for the women's world title. I guess that means Rhea will beat uh, Raquel at payback in a couple weeks. Night two, Ray versus Santos. Io still the champ versus Bailey. Damien versus Finn. 
Edge versus Cena, career versus career. Man, that would be, dude. Yeah, that's. Man. See now he's talking, and now and that's. But you know, let me. You know what? I'm gonna give you something. Right now here. he's talking, yo. This. Yeah. Listen, let me talk to you. When yeah. he started out, when he started with that IC title ladder match, just throwing people in to get him on the card, I was like, okay, I see where this is going. I was wrong. Now he's, and this is still night one. This is night two. Oh, this is night two. Okay. We're on to night two. Okay. Psh. All right, Edge versus Cena, career versus career, will be fire. Five. Uh, Theory, vert champion, versus Waller versus Braun. Versus Carmelo for the U.S. title. Mm. That'll be fun. I don't see all those guys being up here by then, but that'll be fun. Uh, Charlotte versus Bianca. Hell in a cell. <laughs> um, Imperium, mm. which includes uh, versus McIntyre and Riddle for the tag titles. Who's the champ? Who does he have as champ? He has Imperium, Ludwig, and Vinci as champs. And then last, but certainly not least, Roman versus Cody for the big dog, the Snoop Doggy Dog. The Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> the <laughs> universal title. We're definitely getting that match, right? That, that I feel like that's that's locked. I think it has to be. I think it has to be. This isn't a bad card, man. No, it's not. I wonder how many things, if any, will actually happen, but I enjoyed it. Edge, Cena, career versus career. Because Cena's coming back. We didn't really do out of the, outside the ring. Oh, we didn't. So go ahead. Hit us with that. Sorry. We, they announced that Cena's coming back. Um, I believe they said in two weeks, and that he's going to be a part of that super show that they're doing in India. So if Edge sticks around, which I think he will, Cena's back. That's something they could do um, for sure. <sighs> be so nice, man. That would be so cool. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one, man. Someone said the voice changer. Someone got annoyed with me using the voice changer. Jordan wrote, it ain't over. Let's scrap the gimmick and move on. Love you, Pete. Jordan, what does it ain't over mean? Oh, it ain't over like it's it not getting over. Right, it's right. But uh, this, is the same, this is the same kind of guy who probably uh, hates on LA Knight right now, who probably booed Roman Reigns during the big dog era. <laughs> he probably, <laughs> probably owns a We've Seen Enough shirt from 2005. Just stop it. Just stop yourself, man. Just stop yourself. No, you don't know what I'm like. <laughs> I'm just a smart wrestling fan. I know what I like, okay? Oh, God, he's here. He's, he's invaded. Yeah, the- yeah, I am here. And I'm sick of your anti-AEW takes, SGG. Oh, my God. Who, who? This is like the night the DX pulled up in the tank that was really a Jeep that they still call a tank. That's right. I'm so excited. Let me tell you what match. You want to know what match I'm most excited for right now? Like, this to me is the most important match in all of pro wrestling. And for some reason, 
People like SGG just totally look over it, okay? Is it, it Lufisto versus Tony Khan? No. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> FTR versus the greatest tag team in the history of professional wrestling. I'm talking about Matt Jackson and Nick Jackson, a.k.a. the Bucketh Youngeth, the greatest tag team of all time, the most decorated they're a six-star tag team, SGG. You don't know anything with your Uso crap. Ugh. Blah. Ha. Tuh. Now I have to go. I have a GCW meet and greet. I'm getting to meet Luchasaurus this week. God. I'm so excited. Wow. It's unfortunate. Oh, my God. I, I, I said all those things. I didn't think I was going to actually be confronted by the man. Yeah, he 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 really he went up and in on you too. Yeah, he told me. He told me. Uh, uh there's so many damn messages here about mania tickets. I didn't think we'd get so many mania ticket uh messages. Um speaking of mania tickets, the, they broke that gate record they said for it was set at WrestleMania Hollywood in LA. And they already it's broke our, it? They already broke they already I mean, bro, it. this is the thing about like inflation right now. Everything breaks every record all the time. Well, yeah, it's they're like, selling $20,000 tickets. They're going to break the record, okay? <laughs> um, there. Uh, let's see. Real quick. M- 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 mail. James says, heard Pete crowdsourcing for Mania Ticket Info. My experience is pretty easy. I signed up for the pre-access via the on-location packages and got my two tickets for both nights back in July. So this is the same company? Yeah. Priority pass on-location. Okay, so here's what he did. He got it was thirty five hundred dollars, two tickets, eight seventy five per person per night for the first row of the hundred level, directly opposite the ramp. It's a bucket list item for me, so I I could do that once. But once I potentially add in more tickets for SmackDown, Raw, blah blah blah, it's going to be a very expensive trip. Something has to be done about the price of tickets for this and basically everything else. For what it's worth, I think there's quite a bit of access available early, earlier this week via the pre-sale. So by Friday's official on-sale time, there was a lot of inventory already gone. Been listening since Grantland. Keep up the great work. See you at the Heat and Greet in Philadelphia. Now, this is a great example, though, of how everyone's life is different. For this guy, it was bucket list item, and, and it was 3500 which, by the mm-hmm. way, that's a lot of money. It's still that's a lot. It's a lot of money. <laughs> still that's after a lot of SGG. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, but that, that's what's so wild to me. Thirty five hundred to me sounds insane, and our man Michael spent twenty thousand more. Right, and this guy's at least going with someone. <laughs> right, see, Michael's this going is by what, himself. This is what brings me back to when I was in Turks and Caicos, and I was looking around at everyone spending money. I'm just like, who are these people? People are just out here spending money. Mm-hmm. Now, SUG, you you gave us some potential news earlier this week about Gable Stevenson, didn't you? I did. I heard a rumor, and I want to stress that this is a rumor, but I, the rumor is that Gable Stevenson is done with WWE. I heard that they uh, they did not renew his contract, so he's out of there, allegedly. Is, so how, how much are people saying this to be true? Well, I, have, I haven't seen it reported anywhere. <laughs> so it's not, it's not reported anywhere yet? No, but I've, I heard... That would be crazy. What have they been doing with him the last couple of weeks since Great American Bash? No, well, nothing, right? He had that match with 
Corbin, I believe. He feuded with Wait, Corbin. Wait, and they didn't follow it up? They did not follow it up. So that's it. That, that fuels, has to be it. Which fuels the, the uh, in my mind, only fueled the, the rumor. If they didn't follow up a, a double countout on a pay-per-view, on a PLE, and they don't follow it up in any way, and it's guy's first match that they built up to for weeks where he's in there giving suplexes to everybody in, 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 who he can get his hands on. Doesn't that mean that he's probably gone? Yeah, because I feel like Corbin was, Corbin was, we, we saw Corbin again. I believe Corbin came out and moved on. That's wild. And I just want to say, if it's true, one of the great I told you so's of my career. <laughs> you, re- you remember SGJ? I do, I do remember. And I, and I want to, and I want to, I want to, not caveat, this isn't a caveat, but I do want to add to that I told you so. That I really was impressed with him in that match versus Corbin. I thought he looked really good. I, I, listen, who am I? I'm an idiot. But I, I thought I, I enjoyed the way he looked in the ring. I thought he could be good. But if you remember all the way back, I had one interaction with him. And I was like, eh, not feeling it. I'm not feeling it. I don't get the sense this is someone who's like truly dreamed of doing this. The way he, the way he carried himself when I first met him backstage was not someone who's like, I'm going to do whatever it takes. You know what I mean? I just didn't. Mm-hmm. So, and listen, if the, if that's if that was his attitude, then he already gave he he created a challenge for himself in that you know, a guy like Bad Bunny clearly doesn't have that attitude or a guy like Logan Paul clearly doesn't have that attitude and they are performing at an incredible level. Mm-hmm. And he's the one who should have the advantage because he is the wrestling champion. Um, he's probably on his way to the Olympics. He is the one that they probably had the least to teach in terms of of um, just getting them ring ready. And if that was his attitude, that is a thing that's going to hold you back. And listen, again, it's really small. Like You never know when you have an interaction with someone whether they're just having a moment, but between like that and sort of observing, I just never felt the energy was quite right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I listen, I'm not uh, bad bunny is, I I never really see bad bunny. He does sort of, obviously his, his being around is, is more complex, but Logan, you do see around and, and Logan comes in a position with way, he brings way more to the table than Gable (laughs) does. Yeah. Like, here's the crazy thing. with If you're not interested in being a pro wrestler, with all due respect, what does your, quote, celebrity do for you? An Olympic wrestler? It's an incredible accomplishment. But taking the professional step that, like, to use it for clout, mm-hmm. to take the benefit of what you've done and turn it into dollars, there's only one field to go to. Like, unless you're about to try to learn MMA and, and go through for that lifestyle. Good but, luck. Yeah, good luck with all that. So, And also, know, if you're going to do that, you basically have to go through the same company, right? Because didn't the, I don't know if it, we call it a merger, acquisition or what, but um, TKO is now a thing, right? The, the It's not official. It's not, it's not all done yet. I mean, I don't know when they're going to actually supposedly close. And my guess is you could still do it because it's still going to operate completely differently, right? Like, 
whatever experience you had. Now, someone may tell someone like, hey, it didn't work out over here. I don't think that would preclude someone from getting a chance at the other place. I don't think so either. But I'm but just saying like. I just, it just, listen, maybe, and maybe I have not spoken to one person about him. I have no idea. Maybe when he got there, he was actually awesome and it just didn't work out and he wanted to leave. But I just, I hope that's not the case. I hope this whole thing's wrong and it's all a work and he resigns and we get to see what he has. Because um, I can't confirm that he is in fact gone. Right. Um, and like I said, this is, this is a rumor that I heard. So take it with a grain of salt. It's just a rumor. Um, and you're sure that he hasn't been on TV since the Corbin match, though? That I am sure. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. We'll keep our eyes open. Aren't you glad you have an insider like me who knows absolutely nothing and just completely guesses? <laughs> it's perfect. It's perfect because you know what? I'm supposed to be the stat guy, so you don't get to fact check me if you don't know nothing. That's a great, great point. I get, to, I, I get to just fact check you. And I get to protect myself because if anyone goes, I can't believe you said blank, I'll go, bro, I didn't know anything. I was completely making it up. So that's all I can. <laughs> I'm literally just reading what everyone else can read publicly and taking a shot at it. Um, all right, SGG, before we get up out of here, a quick Shad Gaspard, Black Power Rankings. I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all. And I'm blacker than black, and I'm black, y'all. And I'm black, y'all. And I'm black, y'all. And I'm blacker than black, and I'm black, y'all. I'm blickety black, blacker than black, black. I'm blacker than black, yo, because I'm black, and I'm black. All right, I'm going to go first because I don't want SGG to steal mine. I'm going to go with the Street Profits, who are... Here's the thing that I love about what we're seeing with the Street Profits. They're not quite showing their hand yet about what they are. They're just talking about their new rougher style they're a little harder edge the blah 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 but that's not even it for me i do love that part i love that they're out of the damn jersey game <laughs> they're they're in the wearing gear of a tag team game because you can't be anything but the world's biggest baby face when you just show up wearing local like jersey colors etc mm -hmm. so i like this a lot you know we kept waiting for a breakup, maybe the breakup wasn't what they needed. Maybe just a personality update was what was needed because they are a lot more interesting right now. You can only be the high-flying best pals for so long, like the the super happy good guy baby face tag team. Listen, the New Day is un very unusual. That is a very unusual feat where you can kind of be in that role forever. And the New Day, let's be real, like sometimes they're super competitive tag team sometimes they're kind of a comedic act they go back and forth in terms of what they're actually doing but it took a lot of establishing for them to be there love anyways i just want to say shout to street profits i'm enjoying the new look the new energy the new style i'm gonna steal yours anyway i'm going to street profits as well oh, i'm sorry i'm going street profits as well like you said i love the new look i didn't even think about the fact that they yes are out of the jersey gear that matches the local team i did notice that their gear had that little hint of tiffany blue in it oh it did and it did. diamonds on it so if if you if there's any question about whether or not these guys are upscale and now probably the furthest thing from the street this is it um they showed up with bobby lashley impressive debut new finisher um i'm expecting Hello. some big things from the street profits 
Um, shout out to the Street Profits. Love those guys. Uh, guys, RosenbergBeats at gmail.com. I'm going to try to get Dip. Uh, Dip was, uh, I mean, in all seriousness, Dip was held up today. Not held up like a gunpoint, but in a meeting. And uh, we're going to try to get him for Friday. RosenbergBeats at gmail.com. We'll do some more mailbag as well. And we didn't really do a lot today. We'll wait for Dynamite on Wednesday and get you ready for All In at Wembley Stadium next weekend an event so big that maybe sgg will at least jump in for a match or two maybe listen i, I it's eighty thousand people expected to be in that building i gotta see it i gotta yeah. see it with my own eyes and uh, and you gotta see i gotta see what happens with mjf and adam cole because i am enjoying that and curious to see what happens with that uh for troy the goy sgg and 36 to 35 dipperstein i'm peter rosenberg we out stay mage everyone Enjoy the art form. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.